Thank you for listening to this week's episode of God Talk. And I want to talk a little bit today in this episode about the intersection of not only faith, but uh, society as uh, it's begun. And there are a number of people who are starting to lose their jobs because of uh, not choosing to be vaccinated. I just read an article today that there are 600 people that United Airlines is in the process of trying to fire. And uh, New York State, um, their regulations uh, insisting that medical workers be vaccinated has kicked in. And um, they, are, uh, they are paying um, nurses um, like $130 an hour for regular time, uh, $200 an hour for overtime uh, to be coming in there from who knows where. Uh, in order to fill in the, the, the gap that's being left by uh, the, the nurses that are getting fired uh, for not having the vaccine. So what's really interesting is there's the whole debate at the beginning of all of this about needing to flatten the curve so that we don't overwhelm the hospital system. Well, it obviously became much more than that. Um, you know, staying at home for a couple of weeks to flatten the curve has come to, you know, unless you're willing to get your two jabs and a third one eventually to boost up what the first two don't do, um, you're going to lose your job and not be able to pay uh, your, uh, your rent, not be able to uh, buy food for your family. And uh, you can't even get unemployment in New York if you end up getting fired because you refuse to get vaccinated. It's beyond criminal. And I heard just today that uh, the governor of New York, the, the temporary one that filled in for when Cuomo uh, resigned, um, she just was addressing the situation and saying, you know what, well, um, we're, we can look to other countries uh, in order to fill the, the, the shortage that we have. So first of all, you don't apparently now need a New York State nursing license to work in New York State. And she specifically talked about trying to get you know, people from the Philippines or places like that. Like somehow it's safer to bring in people from uh, countries that don't have near the training and the uh, technological advances our country does. It's safer to bring them in uh, to be uh, the person looking over you when you're deathly ill than it does to have the people that uh, that have chosen not to be vaccinated who have antibodies anyways because they've been working in the hospitals and even if they weren't vaccinated they, they've certainly contra- you know contacted it by now and in uh, in you know, fought it off and, and have the antibodies, which no one's talking about. They, they don't care if you got the antibodies. It, it's all about control. It's all about the shot. Um, honestly, the last couple people that I've heard of that have died of uh, COVID were all vaccinated. I, I keep saying over and over again, I still don't personally know someone that has died of it, but I know people who know people who have. And um, within the last week, um, I've had two different conversations with people I know uh, that they knew someone who died of it. And uh, in both cases, they were vaccinated, fully vaccinated. It's just not talked about on the news. You're only going to read articles about how it's the unvaccinated that are dying. Uh, but I'm here to tell you, if, if I'm hearing in a week of two uh, fully vaccinated people that have died of it, uh, it it's happening 
quite a bit more than just that because you know my network's not quite that big so uh, it's happening on a scale that uh, it really isn't being addressed and reported occasionally on fox news you'll read an article where uh, uh they acknowledge that that is going on but they're really the only ones who uh who, who will mention it no one else will um I've been asked for a while to do uh, letters uh, for some people who uh, have been trying to get a religious exemption, and I just I ha- haven't really wanted to get into that whole fray. Um, one, because my church body doesn't take a stance on it one way or the other, so I don't really want to uh, you know, say some things that uh, our own church body wouldn't say. But the other part of it is, is it seems like it should be a personal decision that, you know, it, what are your religious beliefs and explain why religiously you don't want to uh, get the vaccination. So to me, it seems like it should come from the individual. Uh, but I do recognize that uh, some businesses and even the military, as they're forcing their vaccinations, uh, want to see what the home church believes to see if this is just being invented by people who uh, are vaccine resistant and don't want to uh, be vaccinated, or if you know there's any uh, support for that, uh, perhaps from their pastor at their church. So this past Saturday, I actually ended up uh, taking some time and writing up a uh, just a two-page letter uh, giving a. Um, uh, a religious uh, reason why some people might choose to not be vaccinated. Um, I acknowledged in it that not everyone in my own church, not everyone in my denomination would feel the same about this, that our denomination is made up of a variety of different churches. All the churches are independent. We just choose to walk together uh, in a denomination, a conservative denomination. But I said, uh, for those who choose not to uh, be vaccinated, uh, you know, there is biblical support for that. And really, you know, I, I read some other pastors' uh, explanations and so forth, and they, they they get complex. They end up like citing sources and all that other stuff. But you know what? I, the, the only source that I think we really need to uh, cite is the Bible. And um, basically, I, I made the, the, the case on three points. I really did fourth, four, but the four one, fourth one probably isn't quite as important. But if I can remember them all as I go, I'll share them. Uh, the first is obviously the you shouldn't commit murder, and that uh, many of these vaccines are developed from uh, what were once uh, and still are cells from uh, an aborted uh, child. Now they re- keep reduplicating the these cells, and so that the ones that they actually use uh, go quite a number of years back. But that's ultimately where they have their origin, and uh, Christians can, in good conscience, uh, have a problem with that. Um, and, and we ought to have a problem with that as a society. Um, I'm not a medical expert to know if things can be done other ways, but if they can, they, they certainly should. So that was, uh, that was one piece of it. Uh, the second piece, and, and this was kind of the, the main part of why I think Christians can choose to um, uh, be not in support of a vaccination, ultimately comes down to the two, two different things. Um, one, our body is a temple of the, of the Holy Spirit. It's a temple of the Lord. And so as Christians, we're supposed to respect our bodies and we're supposed to treat it well. Um, that's why we don't get drunk or we're not supposed to. It's why, you know, you're not reckless with your body. You should care for your body because it's the Lord's temple. Um, I like to describe it as, you know, if you're going to have a guest come to your house, uh, you're going to want your house to be clean. Um, if you have a guest come to your house and you got dirty laundry laying everywhere, dirty dishes, 
dishes everywhere, you know, the, the room that they're staying, if they're staying the night, uh, the, the bed's not made. I mean, if all that's going on, that, that's just disgusting. And what guest would want to stay in that house? Well, our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, where the Holy Spirit, in essence, is, is our guest, where he uh, lives and dwells, and uh, we should care what we put into it. Um, and uh, and with the vaccine, um, at least with the mRNAs, you know, it, it's it's not real certain what the long term effects of of those are, and 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 what that will ultimately do to the to the body. Um, that aside, I, a lot of people choose not to get the flu shot because uh, it's a risk reward thing. That that the risk of of getting seriously sick or dying from the flu um, doesn't justify the potential side effects of, of getting the flu shot. Well, it's a very similar thing with COVID. It's not that, you know, in some people it, it's not really bad and, and it kills them. But uh, I mean, in many people, probably the majority of people, they don't realize that they have any symptoms at all. So how deadly and serious is something that people don't even realize they're sick? Yet we continue to just freak out about it and uh, and, and and just kind of uh, force this uh, this ideology on people, and it's it's absolutely wrong. So um, our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. Now tied with that is another biblical concept, and that is a, a matter of conscience. Now when we read Scripture, uh, we we have to be obedient to conscience. Um, now, consciences can be seared where you don't have a conscience about things you should, but the Bible's clear where our conscience burdens us or other people's conscience burden them, you know, we need to pay attention to that. And so uh, for us, if in our conscience um, we feel it's wrong to eat meat sacrificed to idols, the Bible talks about that as an example, even though idols aren't real and, and one person can choose to eat meat that's sacrificed to idols because we don't believe in idols and it's just meat and if you can get it for half price, uh, why not, right? For some people you can do that because it's just not a big deal. Um, you don't believe in it, that's not why you got it, you're just eating meat. But for others who believe it is a big deal because it somehow has defiled uh, the meat or pollutes the meat, and I don't want anything that has anything to do with a foreign god or idol or so forth, then if that's what your conscience is saying to you, then don't eat it. Um, and, and so the Bible has this concept in it. Well, I think that concept plays a, a big role in this whole uh, vac vaccination from COVID. Um, if, if we wouldn't normally take a flu shot because we don't want to introduce foreign things into our bodies because we're healthy and, and, and we have no reason to think that it's going to negatively impact us and statistically it shouldn't, then you can choose not to do it and many of us don't. Well, the same thing comes into play with the, with the COVID vaccine. I mean, there are serious side effects of it. I, I uh, recently uh, heard a doctor in the military, I think Navy, was speaking about the fact that um, I think 20 people in uh, the entire military, maybe it was just the Navy, uh, had died of COVID, but 80 uh, had suffered severe uh, complications uh, due to the inflammation that can develop around the heart as a result of the shot. And apparently two-thirds of the people who, who have that complication, it doesn't turn out real well for. In, in other words, in five years or so, they're going to die as a result of the complication. So the, the, the doctor was speaking about the fact that it 
technically to the, the population of the military, the shot's more dangerous than, um, than the getting COVID. And listen, there, there's a million different circumstances and situations, but all things being equal, those who are sick and vulnerable might need a little extra support in fighting it off. All things being equal, those who don't shouldn't. Are there exceptions to everything? Absolutely. But the problem is, is we always make the exception the rule. That, that's what gets the news. And so we brainwash ourselves. That's why, like, Democrats believe that, like, 50% of the people who get COVID will end up having to be hospitalized for it. it it's insane. It's like, uh, it's like something like, one percent or two percent certainly under three percent i believe it's it's a super small amount but they're so skewed because of what they um what they hear and uh and that we're always emphasizing the 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 exception and thus the exception becomes the rule so in making the whole defense uh not only do we have the uh, consideration of murder and how vaccines are developed uh, but we also have um, uh, this concept of our bodies being the temple of the Lord that we want to honor and respect it. And if our conscience says that it, it's immoral, that it's wrong, that it's not necessary uh, to be putting something in our body to do what God has designed our bodies to do um, to fight this stuff off, then if that's where our conscience is, then we should be allowed to make that decision. Um, especially since there's really no real public interest as to why we shouldn't. Because if you are vaccinated, you can still get it. You can still pass it along. Maybe you don't get as sick the first few months after you get the shot, but clearly that wanes after four or five months and you can still die from it. So what is the difference? Getting COVID also protects you from getting COVID. In fact, getting COVID protects you from getting COVID a lot longer. So, you know, it's not like you just get this one shot and you're for forever protected against, you know, the chicken pox or polio or the measles or whatever. It's not how it works it, and it will never work that way. So uh, you can't even treat, you know, the vaccination in the same category as some of those other things. Uh, once again, the argument can be made, it's better to get it. But once again, they don't want to look at that. Um, and the fourth thing I talked about is uh, in the book of Daniel, uh, it's really kind of interesting because uh, the king um, has some of the, the Jews of, uh, that have been taken into captivity uh, to be kind of uh, uh, people of, uh, of influence and of uh, nobility uh, within his own government. And uh, he wanted them to eat a certain way and, and follow certain rituals and customs so that you know they, they looked and appeared healthy and uh, were... Um, I don't know, eye candy, I guess, for, for the king. You know, that he wants people that uh, will represent uh, himself well. And they found out that Daniel wasn't eating the same foods that uh, everyone was required to eat. And uh, they tried to force Daniel to do it, but Daniel said, wait a minute, just let me show you that by me eating what is ultimately a pure vegetarian diet, I can look m more healthy, I can have a better glow, I, uh, I can... Uh, be doing better than these other people uh, that are eating the king's diet. And uh, ultimately, he's allowed to do it. And he shows that, in fact, uh, um, by following his conscience, uh, because God didn't command it, but by following his conscience, um, in fact, he uh, was, uh, was healthier than all the other king's uh, uh, nobility that he had brought over from uh, from Israel. So that was the fourth one that I used and, uh, and sent it out to a family and I've reached out to a couple others to let them know that if they need a letter, I would be happy to provide it to them as well. But it's just, uh, this is 
not only from the biblical concern, which I think you can make a good stance from the Bible as to why an individual might not want to be vaccinated, but just from the societal level, we should be having a huge problem with this. We should have a huge problem with the fact that we can't have elective surgeries in in, in New York State and parts of it right now uh, because they don't have the staff, because they're firing the staff. We should have a problem with the fact that United Airlines can fire people because they're choosing to not be vaccinated. Even if they've already had the disease and they've got better antibodies than the person who's only been vaccinated and hasn't gotten it, that doesn't matter. And, And so I just pray to God that someone gets this stuff before the courts, uh, the Supreme Court, and and this garbage stops. It's ridiculous. I can't believe that we've gotten as far as we have. Um, they've been wrong all along about this COVID thing. Um, you know, you remember the early days. Oh my goodness, it's going to be it's going to be horrible. We're going to have a, a quarter of a million deaths in the next week. It, we had like maybe fifteen thousand. It wasn't even close. The governor of California, you know, was de- declaring as as the wave was coming into America that um, I, I think he was saying two million Californians were going to die of this. We've only had like. 675,000 the last time I checked in this whole country for two years. They, I read something the other day. It talks about, oh, we've reached the, the, the same milestone of the Spanish flu. Well, what they don't tell you is we have twice the population. So really, no, statistically, we've only reached half the number after two years. And, and once again, the, the, magically, people don't die of the flu and all these other things anymore. So just let me tell you that um, so the, some of these numbers are certainly suspect. Um, I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I've said it time and time again. Uh, listen, I respect these uh, 600 United Airlines employees that are willing to get fired over this. I hope they're able to sue. I hope they're able to get their jobs back with back pay. Um, I respect these nurses in New York State that are choosing to be fired for it. And I hope New York State has to suffer great uh, inconvenience uh, because of the fact that you know th- they would rather bring in people from uh, borderline third world countries to serve as nurses uh, so that uh, uh, they, they can protect people who are already have the antibodies anyways, you know, from, from being with patients. Uh, you know, we've gone from a couple years ago, people hanging out windows and cheering, you know, nurses and doctors and all that they do to, to basically making them out to be evil and demonizing those who once again, uh, you know, are choosing not to be vaccinated, but they've got the antibodies anyways because they've been exposed to it. No one cares. No one wants to talk about common sense. Uh, they only want to talk about science as they know it and understand it. And it's a science that has been wrong every step of the way. Um, I read an article the other day, um, and it's the first time ever I, I, I've, I think I've agreed with a uh, Black Lives Matter uh yeah, Black Lives Matter uh, article. When I read it, I sent it to some friends and said, "I can't believe I'm saying this, but but I agree." But in New York City, where obviously you can't go and uh, dine indoors or go to theater, you can't do all this other stuff unless you're vaccinated. Um, Black Lives Matter is coming against the very liberal uh, uh, De Blasio of of New York City and New York State itself, and saying, "Listen, this is racist," um, and they have a point saying that um, you know there's a lot of uh, vaccine hesitancy among. Uh, people in the black community because of uh, uh, the past and uh, the different experiments basically being done on, um, on an unsuspected uh, or unsuspecting a black population, uh, you know, way back in our country's history. Well, you know what? Uh, 
good for them to stand up. But they, once again, it's a shame we have to call this a racist thing. We could just call this a humanity thing uh, because not only do black lives matter, but so do you know Asian lives, so do white lives, and you know what, Christian lives matter. And I, I'm I'm just here to tell you that if it's you know racist uh, to force a, a, a black person to get a vaccine. Um, then you know what it is. Uh, it's immoral to f- force a Christian to get one. Um, it, it's immoral to force anyone to get one. So if we would just all come together, if people would stop getting the the fake vaccination cards, honestly, if people would stop surrendering to the pressure of their corporations, and if uh, people of the BLM and people of the uh, the Christian community that that uh, you know they're they're seeing their bodies as a temple and their conscience is forbidding them to do it. And all the other people, for whatever reasons, they're choosing not to be vaccinated. If we would just unite, um, we would be able to stand up against this and this garbage would go away. But you've got to know how the government does it and how corporations do it. They'll pick one group away one at a time. Because if you just pick one group away one at a time, it might not be your cause. It's kind of like smoking. I I mean, I'm not a smoker and I'm not in favor of smoking. But do I need to stand up for those who want the ability to still buy cigarettes? I will. Why? Uh, Because, you know... I need them uh, to stand up for me as a Christian when uh, they're trying to come in and enforce Christians to, to provide, uh, you know, abortions to uh, their employees or uh, force Christians to hire people who aren't Christian or force Christians to do same-sex marriages, right? I mean, we, we must support the freedom uh, that we are all supposed to be enjoying in this United States of America, which has always been the country of the free um, and is becoming less and less. It's, it's a country of government control. How is it that Im- you know illegal immigrants coming across the border um, are looking at as being victimized because border agents are simply sitting on their horses? They're not you know running them over. They're not like uh, beating on them. They're not whipping them with the horse reins. That was all turned out to be debunked, but yet you know, Biden's going to go after them. He's going to fire them or whatever. How is it that illegal immigrants have more rights in this country uh, than nurses who have antibodies that are working in the hospitals? Explain that one to me. I tell you what, uh, to say that I'm frustrated with stuff that's going on in this country is an understatement. Uh, speak the truth, stand up for truth, be heard. I look forward to talking to you next week. Have a great one.